0: Hi guys, and welcome to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And today, we want to talk to you about struggling with anger. And I'm just wondering, can anyone relate with with that statement? But before we jump in, I really just want to encourage you guys to go check out our website, MakingBeautyWithTheAshes.com. You can connect with us there. Um, You can book a life coaching session with us there, or you can even partner with us there. So lots of fun stuff going on. But I want to say, if you're someone who struggles with anger, please stick with us because we have both been where you are. And I know sometimes it's hard to even want to listen to a subject that maybe maybe you're still dealing with. And sometimes it's hard to talk about a subject. That you're still dealing with. You know what I mean? Because you're like, oh, I don't feel like I can talk about that because I still struggle with it some. But you know what? We're going to push through. (laughs) We're going to push through. And I want to encourage you guys to listen through to the end. So today, when when I was thinking about this subject, struggling with anger, it reminds me of a scene from The Avengers. The movie, The Avengers. And this is a scene. They are in New York. This big alien-looking thing is coming right at them, and they are counting on Dr. Banner to turn into the Hulk. So time goes by, and he still hasn't changed into the Hulk. When Captain America finally says, Dr. Banner, now might be a good time for you to get angry. Bruce Banner calmly turns to him, and before he transforms into the Hulk to take the alien down, he says, That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Then he transforms into the Hulk and takes the alien down. So, so what this makes me think about in regards to anger is that it seems like it's a constant boil under the surface. Not a full blown boil, but maybe the flame is always lit. Maybe it's a slow boil. Maybe you may or not see it or hear it, but always, but it's always lit. So anger can come up quickly. It's hard to start a hard boil from a cool pot. It's a lot easier to start a hard boil from a simmering pot. So as I was just thinking about that statement from that movie, but also how you can start a boil if it's, you know, you turn on the lighter on the stove, because we have a gas stove. You turn on the lighter, and the water's not boiling, but it's hot. And you crank it up just one more notch, and before you know it, like under a minute, you've got a full boil. Well, like I was saying, if it's a cool, calm, <laughs> collected pot that maybe doesn't have anger issues under the surface it's a lot harder to get that cool pot to go to full boil. It takes a good length of time. So I was just thinking about anger because it's one of those things that you just can't escape. You know, there's things in your life, you're gonna get mad. You're gonna have things happen, you're gonna get mad. We live in a world right now, hey, gas prices make me mad. (laughs) They make you mad too, Brian, right?
1: Yeah, they do.
0: (laughs) So we've all experienced anger at some point in our lives, and it can be a real problem sometimes. It can start as feeling harmless and can quickly grow into something hard to control. Anger in itself isn't wrong. So much happens in the world that can make us mad. So, Brian... Do you think is it a sin to be angry? Um no.
1: I think it's um uh, I think it's how you I think it's okay to be angry. I think it's how you direct it. How you how you uh I think i think if you in your anger if you sin.
0: Right.
1: Like if you uh I mean it could be like unforgiveness. Obviously anger could be I mean, it could go to the extent of murder, you know, it could be different levels that it could cause you to sin. But I think we all experience anger and, you know, God teaches us how to deal with that and to get through it. Mm -hmm. But it's a process that we go through and, uh, but yeah, there, there's things in life that's just going to set you off sometimes, but I think the main thing is if we turn to God in our anger and we seek him, Mm -hmm. you know, to help, to let him help us deal with that and get through it.
0: Yeah, I know. I think that it would be just very, very ignorant to be like, oh, nothing, nothing makes me mad. You know, stuff it all down. If something upsets you, just stuff it all down. Push it down. Don't let anger show. You know, anger is a sin. Don't let it show. But I totally disagree with that and someone just share a story. Um, I remember several years ago, I was going to be sharing our testimony at church and we had a huge fight before that. I mean, I'm sure like none of you can relate to this. (laughs) You're going somewhere to talk about something super important and you and your spouse have just this blood fight. So
1: or just on the way to church.
0: Or just on the way to it church. seems to happen
1: on Sunday mornings more often than not.
0: It does. So, you know, I'm going to share our testimony, our marriage redemption testimony, you guys. And we had this huge fight before. I didn't even want to go. <laughs> I did not want to go. Let alone tell everybody what God had done <laughs> in our marriage. You know, I was so mad. I had so many mad thoughts towards Brian we were, I was sitting beside him in the car, I wouldn't even look at him, wouldn't talk to him. And I thought, I remember when I got there, I just thought, how can I possibly go up front and tell about how God has restored my marriage if I cannot control my anger towards him right now? Then, you know, as this was going on, I would feel guilt. That would intensify as it got closer to the time I was supposed to share. And Brian was sitting beside me, yet I couldn't even talk to him. And so as the pressure mounted, I began to just hear the Lord say, Anger is not a sin. It is what you do with it. That's a sin. So I just want to share this. The Bible says, When angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath. Your exasperation, your fury, or indignation last until the sun goes down. Leave no room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. And so, as I was just sitting there thinking, that verse doesn't say, don't get angry, or if you ever get angry, it says, when you are angry. So right there in the Bible, it says you will get angry. But it also tells you what to do. Don't let the sun go down. How many times have we let this happen? You know, we've let the sun go down on our anger. Several. (laughs) Probably more than several.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately we have. And... We try not to do that anymore. Not that we don't. We still fail. But more often than not, we don't. We, We, you know, get to a point at night where we can talk about it and pray about it and work through it and, you know, move on from that.
0: Yeah. And we're coming to you as two perfectly imperfect people. We still make mistakes. We still mess up. We still have big bursts of anger here and there, sometimes bigger than others. Sometimes we can deal with it, sometimes we have to deal with it after the fact. So, we want you guys just to know we're being super open and vulnerable. Um, but we're sharing some things that, you know, like we said, we've been through so much counseling and received so many so many tools of things to do to help in that moment that we have implemented some of these and we still do implement some of these. And some of these we probably need to implement again, (laughs) but we are all going to be angry at times, but it's not the feeling angry. That's the problem. Like you said, the problem is when we act on the feelings. And I remember, you know, I have wished so many times that some of my feelings would just go away But usually, actually, I would say probably close to almost always, they don't. And I've learned that God is not necessarily going to change those feelings, but he will change me so that I can become stronger than the feeling. And that's kind of where I'm at. And some of my process is God is still trying to help me to change me, to become stronger than that feeling I might be facing. So like we said, you know, again, anger in itself is not wrong. You know, people naturally feel angry when they are hurt, violated, mistreated, when a wrong is done done to us or to others, and when you experience pain or loss. I mean, I'm just gonna share an example of when anger um, is kind of turns into rage a little bit and it is it comes out in kind of a bad way. So for me in our past, I remember there was a there's a situation, something had come up and out, there was like a hidden thing that had come out, and this was after many times, you know, many, 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 many things had, had come up and out. And I just wasn't in a good space mentally to deal with like one more thing. And I remember I just lashed out. I took your phone, trashed it. Well, tried to <laughs> trash it against a tree. Do you remember? That?
1: <laughs> I know you it.
0: remember that. They do it against a tree. I Okay. So if you guys ever want to know what kind of phone is not destructible, <laughs> Go to our website, reach out to me. I'll let you know what the brand was. Because this phone, I threw it against this tree. I don't know how many times. And it never, the screen never cracked. (laughs) Not one time. The only thing that happened was the back, after probably the eighth time, fell off. So since I couldn't destroy it (laughs) against the tree, I went all the way down to the pond that was near my parents' house and I chucked it in and that want is still in that pond today. But I I was so in this huge fit of rage. It was like I felt like I wanted to just destroy, 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 destroy. And that's not a good way <laughs> to deal with anger. I just wanted to throw that as an example. And I'm sure you guys have Lots of your own. (laughs) So I just wanted to ask you guys some questions and Brian, maybe you can um, chime in. So how do you deal with anger? Like say it's either work related, job related or whatever, you know, maybe you have a call that comes in, you get some information or, you know, somebody's upset or just whatever, whatever the situation is. It's a little frustrating for you. Um, How do you deal with that situation? How do you deal with the anger?
1: Well, I think you have to look at every situation different. You know, if like with work, there's a lot of things that happens, you know, because there's so many subcontractors involved, homeowners involved. And, you know, when a situation arises, obviously my first thought is, is this resolvable, you know? I just automatically go there. You know, whether something's got messed up on the build, something's got left off, something wasn't done like the homeowners thought it was going to be done, is it resolvable? And when you think about it, a lot of times, things are, there is resolve to things, even things that make you angry or things that are messed up in your relationship or your home or your job. 99.9% of the time, they're resolvable. I mean, we've been in some bad positions like with, with things on builds you know with you know whether it's uh, structure wise or code wise and they've always been resolved there's always resolve and it's not just put a band-aid on it and that's good you know we, we settled i mean it's like no full-on fixed you know the way it should be
0: so when that initial motion emotion comes how do you like what's your do you like try to calm yourself down? Do you? Well, like, what do let's
1: you... see if said and done, obviously, you yeah. know, you've seen me. Sometimes I get upset, but yeah, um, yeah. it's just, I try to think about, okay, stop. You know, what caused this? Who's at fault? And even at that, you know, what can we do? Even if I'm a fault or somebody else is a fault, what can we do to work together to resolve this problem and get back on track? So I think it's, you know, even with your relationship, your things come up in your marriage or your relationship. Is what can we do? What can I do? Or what can we both do
0: yeah.
1: to resolve this and get it back on track right. and get it behind us? Yeah. And most everything is resolvable if you really want to work on it.
0: I think that's key. I think most things are resolvable as well. Sometimes there are those things that are not, but it's if you want to resolve it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's really good. So I just want to ask the listener these same questions. So how do you deal with anger? Do you explode? Does everyone around you know when and why you're angry? Or are you more subtle? Do you get irritated and short with those around you? Do you gossip and complain about your relationship to others? Or do you turn the anger on yourself and become depressed and then you stuff it down and become bitter i think for me when i become angry one of the things that i do is i feel it in my physical body i will literally feel anger start to rise up inside of me usually it's like my my face starts to flush my heart is pounding um sometimes if it gets re- if i get really angry then it's like fight or flight will kick in. But, and then also some people don't associate crying with anger, but that is actually probably one of the most, um, the, or one of the biggest ways that I even show anger is through, is through tears. It's not because I'm sad. sometimes it's because I'm sad, but sometimes it's because I'm so angry that that's how it comes out. That's how it's expressed is through tears. So, um, I just want to say you can't avoid dealing with anger. I know for sure. There's no way I could. (laughs) It's inevitable that things will make, it's inevitable that things in life will make you upset. There's going to be something, you know, if you're somebody and you're like, I've never had anything that's upset me. Well, guess what? You will. (laughs) If you've not experienced that yet, you will, you will. But I think it's ideal to learn how to deal with anger. Don't you think so? I mean, because if it's gonna happen, if you're gonna get upset, if you're gonna get mad, if you're gonna get angry, why not learn to deal with it when it comes so that you are angry in a good way, not a bad way? Because, like we said, anger is not bad. Feeling that emotion of anger is not bad. It's actually your body telling you something that, hey, hey, just won't let you know. What just happens. not okay. It's your body's way of telling you. So feeling that feeling of anger is not bad. But I, I want to say that God cares. He cares about what makes you angry. And he also cares about how you express your anger. I think a lot of times we think, like, oh, God cares. He cares about what upsets us. Yes, he does. But he also cares about how you express that anger. Um, so how do you let go of wrong anger and, ex- and express just anger constructively? And what I mean by just anger is like, you should be angry about that. It's something that's completely you know, like majority of population would probably be upset about that. There's wrong anger is how I, you know, I gave you an example of me just going crazy with the cell phone and just trying to completely destroy it. That would be wrong anger. And how, how do you express just anger constructively? And I have three questions that I just want to present to you guys. And I'm actually going to take these to heart too, because when I found these, I thought, wow, these are actually really good. So ask yourself these questions. What is happening around me when I get angry? Like, what is pushing my buttons? What, you know, and even think of a specific time. If you can think of a specific time where, you know, something was pushing your buttons. What was it? How do I act when I become angry? Do you express your anger and bitterness by stuffing your anger? Do you argue? Do you slander? And then the last one I think is really good. What did I want, need, or demand when I became angry? Examining your motives brings God into the discussion because it reveals what hijacked God's place in your heart. This answer will show you where you need God the most. So like Brian, if we're like in this fight and you ask yourself, like, why am I so angry in this moment? What do I need? What do I want, need, or demand? What did I want, need, or demand when I became angry? And so if we're in the middle of a a fight and all of a sudden you're like, I need to feel safe, right? Say maybe that's that's the need that you feel in that statement. Right. In the middle of an argument, the thing that you feel in that moment the most that you need is safety. Well, that's a place where you can invite God into the mix because like we were saying, examining your motives can bring God into the discussion and reveals what hijacked in God's place. So you can even be like, okay, God, wow. In this, in this, you know, argument we were having the underlying reason I was so angry is because I didn't feel safe Mm -hmm. and actually taking that to God, because honestly, your partner can't fulfill every need. Right. And so if you examine that by asking that question, What did I want, need, or demand? When I became angry, how can you interject God into that space? Don't you think that's good?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: And I just want to say, guys, no one can write the script for you on how to deal with anger. But when you notice you are becoming angry, I think it's a good idea to go through those questions. And just kind of like closing out, I just wanted to bring up the Gottman The Gottman Institute has this study called the anger iceberg. Doesn't that sound kind of yeah. interesting? Yeah. <laughs> but when I kind of draw it out for you, you'll see where I'm going. It's called the anger iceberg and it's an, it's an analogy to explain all of the deeper emotions that contribute to a bout of anger. So, okay. So, Brian, say we're in the ocean.
1: Right. Hopefully not. (laughs) We are in a boat, hopefully. Yeah, we're in a boat. Okay.
0: We see an iceberg. Right. It's floating on the ocean. Right. So, all you see is what?
1: The iceberg above the ocean.
0: You basically just kind of see the tip of it, right? Right. But... We've seen many pictures. Usually, you just, when you see an iceberg, you see the smallest portion of the iceberg. Right. But the main portion is still below the surface. And so sometimes anger is a secondary emotion. That would be the tip of the iceberg that is masking the primary one below the surface, like hurt, shame, betrayal, helplessness. That could be the iceberg that is below the surface. And so that's why I really wanted to talk about anger because so many people deal with it, but I think a lot of times it's a byproduct of something else. Because I think Anger attributes to helplessness. You know, like Mm -hmm. you, something unjust happens, you're angry, but you can't, you don't feel like you can do anything about it. You feel helpless. And so the only emotion you can kind of muster up would be the tip of the iceberg, which would be anger. And so I think it's very important to. Um, if you find that that's one of the main emotions that always comes up and out is anger, Mm -hmm. to maybe find out, okay, could there be a secondary um, emotion? Or I'm sorry, a primary emotion. Anger would be the secondary emotion. Could there be a primary thing below the surface? Maybe you feel rejection. Rejection is like, you know, the body of the iceberg, Mm -hmm. but all people see is anger, right? You know? And so dealing with the anger doesn't really fix anything. Right. Because the, the issue would be the rejection. Right. And so I just think that it's very important for people to take a deep dive into their life. And, you know, because anger can be very destructive It can be a very destructive tool. It can be useful sometimes because it's it's telling you, hey, this needs to be addressed or hey, this wasn't okay or whatever. But then sometimes, like we were saying, it's a secondary response to something much deeper within. And so we really hope that this has helped you guys. Maybe just helped you... Take a deeper look inside. Maybe if you're somebody who you find yourself angry a lot or offended a lot, or maybe you just have a lot of roller coaster emotions, maybe taking a deeper look and trying to find out okay, where are these coming from? And I know Gottman Institute has a lot of helpful resources if you're trying to find the root cause of, which would be like the primary reason of the iceberg. So, Anyways, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope you've learned something. Have you, Brian? Have you learned something today? Yes, a little bit. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review this podcast. Please check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. And until next time, we bless, God bless you. You.